Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Under, because I think I think there's some correlation. I think if Michigan's to win, I think the under is more of a look. Because to your point, I think it's kind of let's get them in the mud. Let's try to pound them into submission. Let's play bully ball here. And if Washington wins, I think they're going to want to go up and down. They're going to want to sling the ball around. And to your point... You know, if Michigan's up 14 and then, you know, they get complacent, you give the ball back to Penix and that that offense, they could score a touchdown in, in 40 seconds. Well, I think the other thing, it almost feels like there's a train of thought that Washington is like TCU last year. No, no. And it's like, y'all, they're not. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're really good. And... So what's the problem is some of the metrics that people, I mean, I'm sure the casual better is not going to look at, but like Bill Conley and his S&P Plus has Washington like 12th. Yeah. Because the defense brings them down. And I, like the defense I thought last night was fine. I, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like Texas's defense. I thought Texas's defense got shredded in the secondary. And I thought for the most part, Washington's defense, you know, that dude coming off the edge whose name escapes me, he's a beast, man. Number Tice, was he number eight? Tice. Yeah, Ty, that guy's a monster. So the other thing, though, that I keep thinking about is I was getting frustrated. I had no problem. Like you said, Washington to me, like I'm sitting there going, they're the better team. Like they, they deserve this win. But I was getting very frustrated because it felt like Texas was just saying, even though we can run the ball, we're not. Like they got away from it. There's one thing they I should have run. The, I agree. They should have run the ball more. And I know their their running backs had what each had a fumble. Yeah. But they but there were and that's the thing where I go back to Michigan. They're not going to make like, that mistake. And Blake Corum and and man, if Edwards was healthy, I would like him a little bit more. Edwards, something's just off with Edwards. But that offensive line, even without uh, their center, they they were able to move the ball pretty easily yesterday against Alabama. But Alabama, let's be honest, you know, Alabama, this is the thing where it ultimately led to a Michigan bet, which was people just overlooked the fact that Auburn ran for like 250 yards yep, on Alabama. I'm like, that happened. Like, I know they beat Georgia, and it was really, really impressive the way that they did it, and they kind of bullied Georgia a little bit too, but they got gashed against Auburn, and people just overlooked that factor. So, um, no, I, I think ultimately I'll be on Michigan probably. Um, it, it feels like a popular dog is brewing, but you know, look, you're going to keep hearing it. And it's rightfully said, I mean, we've doubted this Washington team a bunch this year and look, they were in, in Seattle 
Oregon was the better football team. They just didn't win. In uh, Las Vegas, Washington was the better football team. Yeah. And, I mean, it's crazy to think, and they showed the highlight. I, I kind of forgot about it because it was Thanksgiving weekend. Like, this is a Washington team that went for it on fourth and one at their own, like, 25-yard line against Washington State in a tie game. They don't get that. They lose to Washington State, a team that didn't make a bowl game. They I should almost, have lost. They almost lost to Stanford. They almost lost to Arizona State. But they are healthy that, now. Do you, do you and, think the last? I mean, a health is another. They've gotten oh. healthier. There's no question on that. They've gotten all the receivers back. They're all all the receivers are healthy. But but their two best performances Dylan were in Ch- domes. Domes. I do wonder if like that matters. Was in Houston a dome? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like to me, they're to me like because remember what a wagon they were early. Weather was good. And, mm-hmm. like, they were just, like, whatever the number was, you're like, whatever, I don't care, lay it. They were smashing them, yeah. Then they started getting into these bad weather games, and it's a lot harder to throw the football. Like, to me, I think the closest matchup is probably Oregon State, right? Like, or the way Oregon State wants to play. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, I think, like, the, but, that, was but, one of, that was one of the, the more impressive wins. They were just, like, they were gross. Like, they couldn't. They couldn't yeah, do anything Penix, they wanted Penix to do. Penix wasn't healthy, but, I mean, the difference, there's a lot of differences. I mean, J.J. McCarthy, he's healthy now. Yeah. And D.J. Uyunglele. He was I'm not look, good that day. And he was not good. I mean, that was a situation. I'm looking up the stats right now. I mean, he had a fumble. He had a two terrible picks. I mean, I mean Washington had 270 yards in that game. Granted, it was awful weather. It was weather, a monsoon. Horrendous weather. Um, yeah, so... I don't know, man. I, I'm excited, though. I mean, I, I know I, you know none of us care about the ratings, but like I'm sure the ratings were record-setting. And I, I think, you know, even though it's Washington and it's in the Pacific Northwest, I still think you know people should be watching this. And I, I thought, you know, this is not TCU, right? No, you're, you're I, absolutely right. This is not TCU. This is a team that, like, TCU was preseason. I want to say ninth in the Big Twelve. That sounds about right. I mean, they had you brand new it. coach. I mean, think about this: their opening night in Colorado, they weren't even starting Max Duggan. Yeah, they were starting Chandler Morris, and Morris got hurt, and then they played Duggan, and then the Duggan never gave the job up. Washington was a team that built off of an exciting year last year, winning their bowl game, and they <laughs> against were Texas. against Texas. And I, you know, in the Vsin guide preseason, I picked Washington to go to the playoff. Now, did I have a lot of validity in it? Not really, but I just wanted to be a little bit different. But it wasn't crazy to say Washington was going to make the playoff this year. And here they are. I mean, they're undefeated. Undefeated and arguably the best conference in the country this year, from top to bottom. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the other thing I was thinking. It's like, what does Alabama do? Like, Are they really going to run this back? I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's it's. How many times in the last ten years have we tried to kill off this? Oh, oh I'm dynasty? not. I, I'm not saying no. I'm a, I'm of the opinion. A, I'll believe that Saban retires when I see it. Like, and I, also, you know, and, and here's the thing because I'm you know I'm a Notre Dame fan, and you know Notre Dame fans were getting their yucks yesterday. Oh, like, great call, Tommy Reese. By the way, shout out to our Irish. They were oh. spectacular in El Paso. I was there. Good man. kids. I was on the sidelines for that one. It was beautiful. Uh, they lovely. left no doubt on that one. Those Dude. were good kids. It was one of those things. I was like, man, it was one of those games that in the the Georgia game. I'm like, why didn't I bet more? Because it was like <laughs> I could. The, I, it's because I literally couldn't have limits. 
the front the front layer of both of Oregon State and Notre Dame were both peeled back. But it's like, yeah, one team recruits at a top ten level every yep. year, and one team doesn't. And when their top tier is gone, they are terrible. Yep. And that's what happened. And Notre Dame's defense was pretty much all intact. I had under forty six and a half. That was awesome. Um, Ooh, that got touchdown. sweaty. Oh no, it didn't win. Oh, because of the last touchdown at the end. Oh yep. yeah, with the uh, with the walk on running back going into the end zone with like forty seconds to go. Um, like I want to be happy for you, kid, but I'm not. But no, but I was going back to Alabama and Tommy Reese because like I was initially I got a text from a former you know Division one offense coordinator like really Tommy that's what it was and then you watch the play and they broke it down on Sports Center like actually the play was really good and if hit the snap is good. He probably walks into the end zone. I think he. I think Milrow panicked because the oh, he way he definitely did because the way the the blocking scheme was there was a huge hole. It opened to the left, but he just like got it and was like ah! and just ran right into the and the guard on the right side of like the three hundred and fifty pound guard just got absolutely blown up and he got hit into uh, Milrow there. But I, I do say this like. Something about that last drive that Michigan scored, and then once they got to overtime, and that what it was two quorum runs yeah. into the end zone. It was like it eight was like, yard. It was like eight, and then the last run was whatever. It, it was almost kind of like okay, buckle up, boys. Like this, this team's ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you know. So we'll see. By the way, um, I was sitting there on air last night as we were watching this game, and I'm like. Oh, please don't let it go to a two point conversion off. Like, oh, I, oh, I, I, it's the prop. Can we? As you and I, as lifelong college to- football fans, we acknowledge that this is the problem. More times than not, there's always some absurd game that happens, and then Twitter panics and acts like we've got to do something. I'm fine if you want to do the two point conversion during the regular season. We've just got to do it like the NFL. Go like, baseball. No, no, no. Or go baseball. Yeah. Like, go baseball, right? You got the ghost runner. I hate it. But, like, that's fine. Once you get to the playoffs, no more. So, next year, we're going to have, what, four, four, two. We're going to have 11 playoff games. Yeah. One of them is going to go into triple overtime. So, can we please not have this stupid rule? And just, it's fine. They can play four overtimes from the twenty-five yard line. They'll be okay. No, I, I was well. Then I had this panic move because I know you had money line Michigan, but I went back and took some more. <laughs> I because I, I wanted to stare death in the face. Like I decided I'm going all in. Like when you bet against Bama, like you have to be committed. So I, I, I was committed in betting against Bama. I was sitting there going, if I'm saving, I go for two. Right, because the next period you have to go for two anyway. Yeah, so you might as well go for two. Well, and then I was thinking because we were debating it on the show when Harbaugh scored. I'm like, well, if he scores with 20 seconds, do they go for two? But he scored the minute and a half, and Alabama still had timeouts. So I was like, he'll kick an extra point here. But I was thinking, oh my god, because I, I have, I had, I'm in a contest here in town, and I laid one and a half with Michigan. I'm like, is this really going to land one? No, it it was 100. percent I'm because I'm the whole. Well, first off, when they got it to what was it? It was like first and goal at the eight, and I was thinking back to the Iowa game where I felt like they got to the red zone at will and they just got nothing. Like they just kept kicking field goals. I'm like, if they don't score a touchdown here, like I'm going to break everything in my household. Like I was going to be just so upset. But then I was sitting there going, well, then what if they score? And there's 
Like, I was trying to do the math. Like, when did I need them to score to not go for two? And I decided anything over a minute, and if Bama had timeouts, that would be fine. Because I just don't think, especially with Reichert hitting the 50-yarders, like, I just don't think that they could have afforded that. Yeah. No, I mean, how about, I mean, that dude Reichert, man, holy smokes. That dude was... That dude was nails. Like I, I can't wait for Belichick to draft him and then him not be good next year. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. All right, dude, be good. All right, enjoy the game, man. That is Tim Murray of VEASAN. When we come back, let's get into the NFL. We'll also talk about some of those other bowl games of local interest. We'll do all that. Get you ready. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. Every day here on the Giannato and Jeffrey show, we do a little thing called The List. Let's fire it up. Giannato and Jeffrey make a list of the biggest stories and people they need to talk about. Being on the list can be a good or bad thing. Listen to find out who made it and why. This is The List. You just made The List! Presented by Birdies 901. Memphis's place for virtual golf on 92.9 FM ESPN. The National Football League. You just made the list. Yes. So if you're anything like me and you have essentially this week where you get the week after Christmas 
And we have lots of sports. We had two Tiger basketball games that happened. We had a bowl game for the Tigers. We had, God knows, 20-plus bowl games, I believe, in between. We also had week 17 of the NFL. And it's almost as if when you have like a day like we do yesterday where you had the two playoff games that were outstanding, and then you also had a fun game with LSU-Wisconsin, and then you had, if you're a Tennessee fan, you had a big bowl game that was a ton of fun where you watch your true freshman quarterback give you a lot of hope for the future, and you win a bowl game in blowout fashion. I feel like I forget a lot of things that happen. Case in point, the Browns-Jets game from Thursday Night Football happened in Week 17. The Browns, of course, clinched a playoff berth. Flacco looked incredible. That actually happened in what is considered this week of football. Not much to say about that because the Jets look lifeless. But, of course, on Saturday night, we had a standalone primetime game. It was Monday night football, the Saturday night edition. Lions and Cowboys. Mike McCarthy should send Dan Campbell and Brad Allen, more on him in a moment, a giant thank you card. Because the way that he managed the clock on the final, or whatever, what would have been their final drive, was just peak McCarthy. And there's just always something about how the camera can catch him looking up at that giant jumbotron, and you just think to yourself, my God, that guy's thinking about something stupid. Like, he just he just has this blank look on his face, and I had no problem if on third down you want to try to take the kill shot, but by Throwing the pass on second down when they did, you just gave the Lions an additional timeout. It just made absolutely no sense to me. And that got completely swept under the rug because of the controversial ending with the two-point conversion play. And for those that are new here, one of my truly favorite human beings on the planet is Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk. Do I agree with everything he says? Absolutely not. Do I read just about everything he writes? Absolutely. And my guy has been cooking on the Brad Allen, the officiating blunder from Saturday night. Let me read from the King. Referee Brad Allen couldn't get more famous unless he started bench-pressing Buicks and wearing really tight T-shirts. That's a very timely reference. Adam Schefter of ESPN.com, who's cornered the Brad Allen beat of late, i.e. someone who doesn't like Brad Allen has been spoot-fiending Shefty, reports that Adams or reports that Allen's crew has been assigned Saturday's nationally televised game between the Steelers and the Ravens. We've asked the league how and when these assignments are made. Ideally, all 18 weeks would be determined before the season starts. That way, that would make travel plans more efficient and certain. Thank you for worrying about the travel agents of the world, Mike. That's good stuff. Also, performance has uh, only ever been an issue when it comes to postseason assignments. Unless an official is bad enough to get fired during the season, that official and the crew on which the official is working should, in theory, be eligible for any regular season game, no matter how impactful it might be or when it's being played. Allen has acquired specific notoriety through Saturday night's two-point conversion snafu, given the perception that he made a mistake when approached by three different Lions Linemen as part of an effort to confuse the Cowboys as to which one was eligible to catch the pass. The crew also whiffed on a key tripping foul, calling it on the Cowboys and not the Lions. 
Previously, Allen and crew missed multiple key interference penalties, most notably the blatant interference committed by the Packers against the Chiefs during the final drive of Sunday Night Football, which feels like eight months ago. While it's highly unlikely that we'll see Allen working a playoff game this year, his status as a referee makes him eligible in theory to work any regular season game. It's possible that he was assigned to the Steelers and Ravens before it was scheduled in a stand-alone window. So we've, of course, reached also fever pitch season of... It feels like more than ever, we've decided we're out on NFL officials. And... I don't really know one way or the other if they're worse. Because on one hand, I'll give you this argument, that they are indeed worse. Officiating numbers throughout the country are down. The number of people that want to officiate games is extremely down. Talk to any high school organization that tries to hire officials. They they really, really struggle with numbers. So therefore, it makes sense to me that at the highest level, you have a smaller pool of quality officials, and so you can't get as many officials. And you had a wider pool, and they've retired, and they've moved out. I can buy that that explanation, that theory, that generalization, if you will. On the other hand, I just know as someone who's watched way more NFL football than probably his wife would care, I've never seen this game be bigger, stronger, and faster, and I swear to God, I don't know how you officiate it. Further, the league is making it harder to officiate. We have now created a situation where defensive linemen have to break the laws of physics to not commit a penalty on a quarterback. How do you, how do you officiate that? That seems to me that you're bringing in way more subjective factors. Further, holy cow, the cameras are amazing. And we see now more than ever, we can dial things to the nanosecond of a nanosecond and realize every slight thing that doesn't happen in real time, but maybe actually occurs. These should really drive me insane when we brought in, in baseball, when we brought in instant replay. And it was originally done, which I was cool with. Let's determine whether or not that ball is foul or fair, home run or not. Cool. Well, then we started bringing it into everything, and we started determining on a pickoff throw, if he just held the glove as the runner's trying to get up onto the bag, that his hand was moved off the bag for a split second, therefore he's out. Like we're, We're getting into a lot of technicalities that I don't really feel like are part of legislating the game. Now, it's also important to note If the NFL is going to be king, I would like to know the answer to this question honestly. Are these all the best officials you can get? Because it's the one sport of the big three where they're not full-time employees. Now, they're not going broke. You know, travel everything. They're probably getting paid $200,000 for essentially 18 to 20 weeks a year. All of us would love to be that underpaid. And they all get to keep their full-time gigs. And most of them have really good full-time gigs. But I also am someone who watches way too much college football. And I realize just about any time you go, that guy's a good official, he's gone. And he's gone usually to the NFL in some capacity. 
So it also trickles down to the college game where it feels like we've never been complaining more about officials. I just wonder this year, though, have we reached a have we reached an actual crisis point or like that's the question I would like to know from the NFL. Do we have an actual NFL officiating problem? Because I I just don't perceive it when I'm watching it week to week that it's that much worse. I suppose you can make the argument it's not, but it's never been good. But it also seems like we've never had this much of a problem, which I do also wonder now it feels like it's open season from players and coaches on officials, and that is creating more and more. You get Rodgers going on McAfee every single week. I think he went after him. And one of Rodgers' points I totally agree with. Like, I don't think, like, it's the NFL. You should you should have whoever grades out as the NBA does it this way, and I believe Major League Baseball does it this way too. Whoever grades out the best during the year, those who should get the, the biggest games. And I don't care if they called the championship game the week before. Like, I want whoever, if you keep grading out as the best, that's who I want calling these games. But they don't do it like that. And there's also, you know, the officials have a union. And so I understand there's more, there's more issues at play. But I really do think it comes down to the question of, can this be better? Because I'm not, I'm not certain the answer is yes. All right, let's get into other action that actually happened this week because it still feels like it was a month ago. Uh, congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens. They clinched the one seed. Lamar, it appears, has clinched the MVP, deservedly so. I, I think Lamar's been outstanding this entire year. The only thing that will be interesting for Lamar is, I assume no one's going to play for the Ravens this week. They're going to be the one team that will have the bye and we were mentioning this with Mark. Like, I don't know whether or not this is fair, but it's like I always just think back to I can't remember if it was the 2018 or 2019 playoffs where the Ravens were the one seed. The Titans went up to Baltimore and the Ravens dropped about 10 passes. Uh, Derrick Henry had a massive, massive afternoon or evening, really, because I think it was a Saturday night game. They win 17 7. And it's just like, yet again, here we go. It's, it's just going to continue. But he's been awesome this year, and the Ravens have looked awesome this year, and it feels like right now, I don't really care what the Vegas odds say, the team that I think is the best is the Ravens. The problem that I'm having with saying the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl is I feel like the more difficult path is still going to be to get through the AFC than the NFC, because despite the fact that we watched the Ravens trounce the Niners, I'm still having a very difficult time if the 49ers are as healthy as they are currently, I'm having a very difficult time picturing anyone winning the NFC other than them. We then go to Patriots-Bills. Uh, this game sucked. Bailey Zappi in the first half was like throwing just... It looked like if you put a high school quarterback out on an NFL field and said, go get him, buddy. Like that was... Like you saw the panic and terror in his eyes. Uh, the Bills then also kind of did what they've been doing at times when they've not looked like a good football team where Josh is throwing into triple coverage and it gets picked. But it does set up the Dolphins and the Ravens. Excuse me, the Dolphins and the Bills on Sunday night, which I think is an unbelievable playoff scenario that we have. If the Dolphins win, the Dolphins are the number two seed. They win the East. If the Dolphins tie, they're the number two seed. 
and they win the East. However, if the Bills win, they are the number two seed by way of a head-to-head with the Chiefs. And that would mean, theoretically, they would host two consecutive home playoff games and presumably Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game of his entire career. Yes, that's the stat we're going to get this year. Get ready. Buckle up, folks. Mahomes' first road start in a playoff, provided that they win the first week of the playoffs. There's also a scenario that on Sunday night, the Bills are playing for either the number two seed or being on their couch. And in a weird, odd way, it almost feels like that's kind of how you define the Bills' season. There's weeks where you watch them and you go, man, this team's just not very good. And then there's other weeks where you see them and you're like, that's probably one of the teams I'd want to play the least if I'm like Baltimore. That, di- that team would just scare me. But here's the scenario in which they would, if they lost to the Dolphins, they would be completely out of the playoffs. Because there is also a scenario where they lose to the Dolphins and they're still in the playoffs. But the scenario requires Buffalo losing or tying. I beg your pardon. If they tie, they're in. Buffalo, uh, a Buffalo loss. Pittsburgh, which is a three-and-a-half point favorite against the Ravens. If they win, Buffalo stays home. Jacksonville losing to the Titans seems unlikely, but again, that would also be kind of a fitting in to what I presume is probably the end of the Vrabel era. He beats Jacksonville in a game that just throws things into absolute chaos. And a Houston-Indy tie would knock them out. So if any of those scenarios happen, that could indeed knock them out. The other games that I thought were interesting over the weekend, um, I just thought, honestly, Saints-Bucks, the fact that it was set up to be so clean where if the Bucks won at home against the Saints, they win the division. The fact that you just sat there and you're like, that line makes no sense. It was the Bucks, I think, two and a half at home. You go, there's just no way that the NFC South's going to be clean, and it wasn't. We went straight. Saints pretty much dominated the entire game. The Bucks made kind of a furious comeback at the end. But overall, just like that, that was the most fitting result just to know that, yeah, and the NFC South has got to be decided week 18 to see if anyone can actually get to 9-8. and eight. Uh, Steelers pick up a big win in Seattle, setting up an issue for the Seahawks where they were in the driver's seat, but then that also clinched a playoff berth for uh, – that clinched the playoff berth for the Rams, who, shout out, found a way to not lose to the Giants. I guess the Giants just tried harder to lose. Uh, then Chargers-Broncos. If you watched that game like me, I'm sorry. I hope you had money on it. And then we had Chiefs-Bengals. I just don't know what to do with the Chiefs at this point. Like I know the Bengals still have players on, on defense, and that offense, when you have T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, it's still effective, even with Jake Browning. But there is just something about this offense right now that you leave so much to be desired. And then uh, the Vikings, I have no idea what they were doing. Jaron Hall, Jaron Hall wasn't even really that good at BYU. And they started him, and it went about as you would expect. Bowl games! You just made the list! Yeah, shout out again to the Memphis Tigers, picking up the 36-26 win in the Liberty Bowl. Great day for all in attendance. Seth Hennigan, 
just came out on fire. It felt like that first quarter is the best quarter of football that we've ever seen him play. Really played solidly the whole afternoon. And the thing that really stood out to me in this game was we've talked about it in some of the, the bigger wins that we've seen been a little fluky. This game was at no point fluky. In fact, it almost felt like the fact that it was a 10-point game was not really indicative of how lopsided the affair was. So shout-out to the Tigers. Great day. And also, the bigger aspect of the overall days, you get to announce that the players are returning, and you get to spring into next season a year in which you can actually dream about a playoff berth realistically. A couple of the other games that stood out of note, uh, again, shout-out to the Ole Miss Rebels. They knock off Penn State first time ever. They win 11 games. Also, I think it's undoubtedly, it's the best Ole Miss football team since integration. Since they've integrated the sport, that is clearly the single best season. And then also, we had the Georgia-Florida State, 63-3 to shellacking. I just felt myself feeling bad for Brock Glenn. And I was proud for the most part. There were some people that were going, see, this shows that Florida State shouldn't have been in there. I do think for the most part, people recognized Florida State, like their protest was basically to say, we're going to show up to this game and play nobody. Um, like the entire team opted out. But that was uh, that was something. That was something. And then we got to yesterday's other games. Just a quick shout out to LSU. They knock off Wisconsin 35-31. The thing that I loved about this LSU football team it did not matter, honestly, who was or wasn't available. They played the same game no matter what. It was always just like a, a shootout in the 30s, in the 40s. Whoever kind of got the ball last ended up winning. Also, if you were someone like me and you had Wisconsin plus 10, watching Tanner Mordecai on three straight plays drop back, bring himself into a sack, and then fumble it, and just knowing the only way that you could lose was a Defensive score by LSU. And then on the final play, he fumbles it, and you can't see where the ball is because he's near the sideline, and you just saw an LSU defender running the other way, thinking he had the ball. Oh, my God, we're going to lose. Fortunately, he wasn't the guy that had the ball. It was down, but that was uh, that was something to behold. As mentioned, Tennessee knocks off Iowa 35 nothing. That was another one where if you're sitting there with Tennessee minus 5.5 like I was yesterday – as soon as the Vols got to 14 points, you're like, this is over. That that was done. Over. Oregon all over Liberty, 45-6. to six. I think we need to mark down for the gamblers out there. Dan Lanning against inferior opponents. He does not take the foot off the pedal. That is something to remember. If he has an inferior opponent, he can beat the crap out of them. He will do so. They win 45-6, to six, and they cashed as well. The Grizzlies are back in action tonight. You can hear it right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Pre-game with Jessica Benson at 6.30. Tip off with Eric at 7. Let's get you ready for that next right here on Giannotto and Jeffrey. 92.9 FM ESPN. 
Make a special New Year's resolution to enjoy life more by listening to sports on 92.9 FM ESPN. I mean, who needs the same 10 songs over and over when you can get the Grizzlies, Tigers Talk, and football all in one place? Don't miss Josh, Aaron, Tess, and your Memphis Grizzlies tonight at 7 p.m. when they host the San Antonio Spurs. Catch all the action as the guys battle through the first game of 2024. Secure your tickets today by calling 901-888-HOOP or visit grizzlies.com. The traditional first-year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is Sheldon Rosengarten with Mark's Bensdorf Realtors. When I talk to people about selling their homes or buying one, my motto is stick to your game plan. I learned this from my friend Coach Terry Tippett. Coach, you didn't go into a game without having a plan, did you? No, Sheldon. Having a plan was critical to the success of all my teams. That's right, Coach. Sticking to your game plan helped you win four state championships. That's wrong, Sheldon. It was six, just like the number of shots you make on a par three. Well, Coach, we've played golf together. What advice can you give me about my game? You probably need to stick to real estate, as you're much better at doing that. Or perhaps bowling? Great advice about real estate, not bowling. And as I always tell people, if they're thinking of selling their home, talk to two to three real estate brokers and let me be one of them. As they often say, when you want the job done, Coach, who should they call? Sell done, of course. You can reach me at 682-1868 or memphisrelocate.com. That's 682-1868 or memphisrelocate.com. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to My Computer Career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Wow, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. So you're in the middle of a kitchen update, and you can't tell if that's a faucet stem or a flange. With the Home Depot app, doing doesn't miss a beat. It'll find what you need in a snap, and it'll show you how to find it in store with a tap. Or get it delivered free. For doing that doesn't stop. Download the Home Depot app. It's made for doing.
The recent collapses of some of America's largest banks could be devastating for small businesses needing financing. But Swish Funding is there with the funds you need for expansion, inventory, increased overhead, and slow cash flow. If you have at least $25,000 in monthly revenue and have been in business for at least a year, we're ready to help with funding from $5,000 to $5 million with no collateral or personal guarantee needed. Applying takes just minutes with funds in your bank account within 24 hours. Go to SwishRadio.com. That's S-W-I-S-H Radio.com. This hour of the G&J Show is presented by Regions Bank. Now, back to the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. Live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. G&J on 92.9 FM ESPN. The Memphis Grizzlies take on the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Current line is 11 points in favor of the Grizzlies. Victor Winbenyama is scheduled to make his first appearance here in Memphis. The Grizzlies seeking their 12th consecutive win against the Spurs. Of course, that is the longest active streak over a single opponent for the Grizzlies. And it's also the longest winning streak ever in the overall series. However, I wanted to direct your attention to, I'd mentioned during the list, when sporting events happen in that week between Christmas and and when we come back at New Year's, it it's almost like you kind of forget what did or didn't happen. But there was a moment when my wife and I were watching the second New Orleans game, and you could see Marcus Smart go to the floor and then go off to the bench, and it was a very odd moment because one of the trainers – was it appeared to be pulling something out of his hand. And I looked at my wife and I was like, did he get a splinter? Because that is, I think that is a universal sensory recognition moment. We all know what it looks like to pull out a splinter. But on the other hand, you're sitting there going like, those floors I figured are just so sealed over the top. Like at what point, like how do you, how do you get a splinter? Well, DeMichael Cole over at the Commercial Appeal did some big-time research work, and he wrote this story. Throwing the body around the basketball floor is nothing new to Marcus Smart. It's why he's won the NBA's Hustle Award three times, Defensive Player of the Year in 2022, and has become a key piece for the Memphis Grizzlies. One of Smart's recent notable hustle moments came when he dove on the court to get a steal in the Grizzlies' win against the New Orleans Pelicans back on December 26th. In the following timeout, a Grizzlies trainer appeared to yank, yank something out of Smart's hand. Smart, wearing tape on the palm of his left hand on Tuesday morning ahead of a game against the Spurs, explained how that recent dive led to, quote, a couple of splinters in his left hand. Quote, when I dove, my hand slid into the court, and the court just took everything with it. The injury wasn't as simple as taking the splinters out and moving on, however, Smart, who has had his share of weird injuries, like having glass stuck in his right hand for six years, noted that this is indeed a bizarre one. Smart has a round sore spot on his left hand that is still impacting him a week later. Last night, the sore kept getting reopened, Smart said. Every time the ball hit it, it would just bust open with blood. When I caught the ball, 
by the time it got enough feeling back, it was time to make a play, shoot it or drive. Nothing I put on it. Band-Aid, nothing. It won't stay. It just kept getting, it just kept reopening and reopening. Every time we close it, it'll reopen again, Smart said. The injury bothers the spot the most when it reopens. His hand becomes more sensitive to the basketball's touch. Smart has played the past three games while dealing with the injury, so his playing status does not appear to be in doubt for tonight, even though Smart won't allow the injury to be an excuse. It's something to monitor while he's on the floor. Quote, I've had some bizarre hand deals where it makes it tough for me to really get a feel for the ball out there, Smart said. Sometimes you see me airball three or four times to get a feeling for the ball because of where those injuries are on my hand. I honestly thought going into the story, seeing that getting splinters on your hand on an NBA floor would be one of the more odd peculiarities I've ever heard of in sports. And then finding out you just have glass in your right hand for six years because I presume it's in a spot that makes it difficult to get out or maybe it's so small you, you can't pull it out. Then I then realized, no, it's, that's not the oddest injury, but rather the injury uh, with the glass would indeed be the more serious one. As mentioned, the Grizzlies, 11-point favorites tonight. Again, you can hear pregame right here on 92.9 FM ESPN at 6.30 with Jessica Benson. Tip-off with Eric at 7. Right now, BetQL showing the Grizzlies as a 124.5-112 winner over the Spurs. They rank that as a two-star bet in favor of the Grizzlies. Also, BetQL notes that the Spurs are 5-15 and 15, uh, versus poor foul-drawing teams, which the Grizzlies uh, would categorize as. Right now, BetQL also showing 66% of bets and 93% of money currently on the Grizzlies. The line, I believe, opened at 10. It is now up to 11. That would support the... The, that would, the amount of money and disparity would also support the line moving up. Injury-wise, we are still, I think, awaiting the official word because the last I checked on the Grizzlies PR. Let's see. Okay, so here's the status report. Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, Jacob Hilliard, Gigi Jackson, and Jake LaRavia. So the same guys that were available to play on Sunday night will indeed be available to play tonight as well. So that means we will see Luke Kennard. We will see Marcus Smart. Uh, as the Grizzlies are projected to have the starting lineup of John Morant, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bismack, Biombo. I just think that these are the types of games that if you are going to entertain the possibility of the Grizzlies getting back into the play-in picture, I mean, these are just the ones that you absolutely have to have. It, you cannot allow yourself on nights where you're a double-digit favorite to drop those games. And I still think the math doesn't work in the favor of the Grizzlies. With that being said, I'm not actively rooting against it. I do not have a, if anything, I'm actively rooting to be wrong because I do not have any type of future on the Grizzlies one way or the other, future bet, that is. And more importantly, it is so very obvious that when John Morant returned to this team, the interest 100% picked up. Brad Carson, our program director, sent some info out that almost showed literally the day after he returned a spike that we haven't seen in a couple of years in terms of listenership data. So I'm actively rooting for this. 
But I do think it's important to note, like, these are the nights where the Grizzlies just have to start getting it figured out because I think there was a clear jolt to the system when Ja returned, and obviously so. But I do think we were reminded, yes, you can, you can, use, the, you can use the context that Ja was sick last week, and it was clear after missing the Denver game, he just wasn't himself either against the Clippers or the Kings. Like That is important to note. At the same time, you realized the Grizzlies just didn't have much of a chance without him being the superhuman form that we saw him during the four wins. So now since the return of Ja, the Grizzlies are four and three. Important to note, they're only four and two in which games he plays. When we come back, we tell your story next. We'll do that right here on Jay Otto and Jeffrey, 92.9 FM, ESPN. It's game time. Memphis's biggest sports personality. Not close. He's big. It's Gabe Kuhn. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. The most delicious carpaccio followed by a half-wedge salad. And for the finale, seafood Newburgh loaded with shrimp, scallops, and crab meat. Ooh-wee, and that's just a taste of what's for dinner at Owen Brennan's. You simply won't believe what you've been missing. Listen, the NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel is, of course, official betting partner of the NFL. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. Just a $5 bet and guaranteed you will get $150 in bonus bets if you're a new customer. That's over at FanDuel. Safe, secure, fast. Get your money fast. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins. That's the promo code. That's C-A-L-K-I-N-S. C-A-L-K-I-N-S, and make your first bet a layup. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline. That's 1-800-889-9789. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. 
That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help so you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Laurelwood Shopping Center is your unique shopping experience with a charming and distinctive gathering of fine stores. With everything from home decor and furnishings, personal service, men and women's apparel, dining and accessories, and specialty, Laurelwood is Memphis's premier open-air shopping and dining destination. Stay up to date with store promotions, new store announcements, and more by signing up for our email list at laurelwoodmemphis.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Laurelwood Shopping Center is located on Poplar between Perkins Extended and Grove. Park. For today's Tell Your Story, we could have gone with Jason Whitlock, not understanding how Google ads work. Was tweet of the year. He still left it up. If you haven't seen it, I commend him. He's still leaving it up. Sometimes when you got a tweet like that, you just got to own it. He is owning it. But no, we have to go to the agents of one Travis Kelsey. According to the Daily Mail, Travis Kelsey's managers are worried that fans might become sick of the sight of the Kansas City Chiefs star as the media continues to be inundated with him. But he already had an established level of fame both on and off the field, which has been carefully curated by his managers, Andre and Aaron Ennis. The Ennis brothers, who run A&A Management and signed Kelsey as the company's second client, had projected to make the tight end as famous as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Shout out Rock coming back last night. Great promo he cut on Raw. But now worry his fame might have gone too far. The increased attention has raised concern within his camp that the world is becoming oversaturated with Kelsey. The Ennis twins told the New York Times they worry the world could grow numb to the sight of Kelsey if there's too much of him in the media. Aaron said the new year will bring fewer deals and focus on quality over quantity and authenticity first. Uh, you didn't think maybe loading your guy on every single ad that went goes on everything that we watch, maybe oversaturate. You didn't think giving him his own podcast? You didn't think maybe dating Taylor Swift might oversaturate him? Just a thought. Just a thought. I think the bigger problem is they're realizing their job actually is to give us a buffet helping of Travis Kelsey. I think their biggest problem is they realized when we got the buffet helping of Travis Kelsey, we were like, mm, not for me. Not for me. But again, there were lots of us that were here before that. I want to thank Mark for joining the program. He should be back joining us tomorrow. Also want to thank Tim Murray for joining the program as well. If you missed anything, be up on the podcast shortly after the program ends. For Dennis, this is Jeffrey saying thanks for listening. Keep listening. The Gabe Coon Show's coming up next. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. 
and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You still thinking job change in the new year? Yeah, I need something that's in high demand and more stable in this economy. IT? Yeah, cybersecurity, maybe even AI. That's what I did. Really? How? Went to My Computer Career. You don't need any prior experience, and you could start your new career in a matter of months. A lot of IT pros go to school there, too, to level up. Sweet. Are classes online or on campus? Both. Wow, I'll check it out. Thanks. Make this your year. Take the free career evaluation now at mycomputercareer.edu. Financial aid is available for qualified students, including the GI Bill. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're for Washington. We love Febreze's new scent. Refresh and energize. So much we made a song about it. Start practicing your pitching for the ultimate $80,000 snowball fight at Southland Casino Hotel. Join us Saturdays in January from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for hourly drawings. 40 winners every week will win a share of $20,000 in free play. Want in? Get an entry for every 24 points earned daily with five times the entries on Wednesdays. Don't miss Saturdays at Southland. It's going to be so much fun. Must be 21 plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of made. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.